0: Hi Ben, it's Ellen. Um, If you could call me and reschedule, I'm really sorry.
1: The tricks that he does make magic feel like real magic. I wouldn't be surprised if the next thing he does is fly around my apartment.
2: Ben, this is absolutely unacceptable. Uh, Call me back, you coward. It's
3: Living It Up with Ben Hyde. And here he is, Ben Hyde.
4: All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Living It Up with Ben Hyde. I'm your host, Ben Hyde. Thank you for that lovely introduction, Scott. And uh, we have a very special show today uh, for our quarantine part three. And this is gonna be uh, all about pets today. So uh, we're gonna have some experts on the show to talk about uh, pets and what, what they're doing during all of, of this and how your pets can be living it up. And uh, definitely call in with any questions uh, you have uh, to the studio. Our call in number is 323-375-2933. And the lines are gonna be open in just a minute. Uh, because first we have the Magic Minute with Spencer Kennard. Magic Minute Spencer are you there?
1: Hello I am hey. I'm here
4: Hey Spencer welcome you're on Living It Up with Ben Hyde and uh, oh, we're, we're looking for some uh, to, some magic today uh, I think uh, especially with, with everything going on and Uh, do you have any magic for pets? Is what I asked you earlier and just following up on that.
1: Well, um, you know, I, I used to perform magic with pets in the past. I had a pet Guinea pig named fuzzy and a chinchilla boo boo. And I used to, uh, used to perform when I did kids shows back in the day. Um, and I had a little mirror box. It's a box that appears empty and then you, um, bring your animal out and, uh, one hot tip that I have for all of you out there, all, I know I know, there's a lot of uh, other magicians listening to this, um, this uh, podcast, or I think it's a podcast, I don't know, um, is uh, one way to introduce your pet into the kid's party without the kids knowing, because all the kids know when they hire a magician that they're going to come with a pet. They're going to come with a rabbit or a dove or a guinea pig. And so you have to disguise the cage of your pet as a radio or other innocuous big piece of equipment, and then mm. you can sneak your pet in. So for the big reveal, they have no idea it's coming.
4: How big of a pet uh, can you use, Spencer? Are we talking like a horse?
1: You're only limited by your imagination and your budget.
4: Okay, so you could um, you I could horse, you could sneak a horse in and and we could do that.
1: If you're David Blaine, you can do that.
4: All right, so let's go ahead and I think uh you can we can go ahead and you can test one of uh, your tricks. Are you near any pets right now? or animals? Am I? Yeah,
1: no, only in spirit.
4: Okay, so I guess well, I mean, I have my dog Gabriel here. He's here for the show. Is there is there anything you could do for him over over the air? Just a magic trick for a pet. Or I guess I could we could sneak in line. Okay, all right, everybody. Uh, for those of us just joining us, this is Living Up with Ben Hyde, and we have uh, magician Spencer <coughs> Kennard on the air, and he's about to read uh, my dog Gabriel's mind. Okay, go ahead, Spencer.
1: Do you do you have a small object, Ben?
4: Yes, I'm actually hold, I'm holding a pen, which is pretty small.
1: Um, we need something a little smaller, like something you can hide in your hand.
4: Uh-oh, we're getting word Spencer that we can't hear you on the broadcast, which is strange.
1: Oh no. Can Can you hear me?
4: I can hear you.
1: The other people cannot hear me.
4: Yeah. I don't know. That's a shame. He's too, Dylan saying he's too quiet. All right, let's turn up your mic volume.
1: I'm too quiet.
4: Yeah, I guess so, huh? Testing, testing. Testing, how's that, Dylan?
1: How's that, Dylan? Hello? Dylan, what do you think of these levels?
4: Yeah. There's a bit of a delay, so we're going to have to, you know. I I think we just have to go with it, Spencer.
1: We just have to go with it. Okay. Yeah. Um. We'll get a small object.
4: Okay, I have a, a pen. Although we have, we do have questions saying how small, so we I guess we want to know how small.
1: It has to be the size of a pen pen cap.
4: Uh, there's no cap to this. It's a click. It's a click.
1: Do you have a coin?
4: Oh boy,
5: I don't know.
1: No. Well, you know what? Maybe we skip this trick. Okay,
4: I have like a USB adapter. Hey, you know, we'll That's probably the reason why you're so quiet. What is this? I have a, uh, a small like USB cap. Does this work? It's like for, it's Perfect. an adapter. It's probably why you're so quiet is because I'm not using it.
1: <laughs> probably. So show Gabriel put the cap in one hand Mm-hmm. And show Gabriel which hand it's in. Left or right. Don't tell me.
4: Okay. He's looking.
1: Now Gabriel has to transmit that thought to me.
4: Okay. Gabriel transmit the thought to Spencer about which hand it's in. I think he saw me I think he saw me put it in.
1: No, Ben, you can't lie because I'm trying to do this genuinely. Um, I sense Gabriel, I sense him in the air and he's telling me it's in your left hand.
4: Okay. Gabriel, I think it's in your left. Is that right? No, it's in the, it's in the right.
1: On his left, his left, he means.
4: Okay. Oh, so then, yeah, he was right. You read that, you read my dog's mind.
1: I did, I did. He also said, he also says that um, that he likes you. He thinks you're okay.
4: Oh, uh, that's so sweet.
1: Do you think Gabriel um, has ever thought about show business?
4: I'm sorry, I was just trying to read his mind, but I couldn't do it, so I would say yes.
1: Well, it, it's kind of a trick question because we were sending thoughts back and forth and the answer is yes, he was thinking about show business.
0: Ben, it's Ellen. Um, you could call me and reschedule, I'm really sorry.
1: The tricks that he does make magic feel like real magic. I wouldn't be surprised if the next thing he does is fly around my apartment.
2: Ben, this is absolutely unacceptable. Uh, Call me back, you coward. It's
3: living it up with Ben Hyde, and here he is, Ben Hyde.
4: Okay, everybody, we're gonna try this again. Thank you for uh, those of us uh, joining back in. We are we are now uh, live, uh, so uh, we do have. Uh, a, Our expert with us, he's an animal expert in chinchillas, and today's show is going to be all about pets. Uh, So his name is uh, Todd Zilla, and Todd, are you on the line with us?
5: Yeah, I'm here. Thank you for having me, Ben.
4: All right, Todd, I just want to make sure that uh, all of our listeners can hear you because we were having difficulties before. We actually had to stop the show. Unprecedented, but everything going on in today's world is unprecedented. We had to stop the show and restart and and hopefully we can uh we can hear you now so just gonna see in the comments if everyone can uh hear todd and
5: well i can hear you loud and clear
4: i mean i can hear you i mean that you know and that was never the problem so
5: right no that would be that would be another problem that'd be a different problem
4: yeah it would be a different problem so todd you're an expert that's not the
5: problem you're having right now
4: no. OK, good. We can hear All right. So uh, we're fixed. All right, okay. that's amazing. So Thank there is no
5: problem then?
4: No, there's no problem, Todd. Thank you so much. Okay, so. that's good. That's Todd, good. why don't you don't tell want, our-
5: Yeah, I don't want to cause any problems.
4: No, no no problems at all. Why don't you tell our listeners, Todd, a little bit about your background, because we we're going to and then we're going to take some callers who have questions about their pets, because you are a chinchilla expert, a pet expert. And how did you
5: get started in all of this? Uh, well, I really appreciate that. That's really kind of you to have me on. I I, I want to just say that I'm not really a pet expert. I am just strictly a chinchilla expert. I wouldn't claim to to know much about other pets, but perhaps what advice I have as a chinchilla expert I can offer to people who have other uh, animals in their households. Uh, well, how did I get my start as a chinchilla expert? Yeah. Um. Well, it it sort of is like a funny story, and I um. You know, you're, you're probably not gonna believe me when I tell you, but uh, are you familiar with the uh, the myth of Romulus and Remus? Uh, yeah, I've
4: I've uh, I read it all the time. That that ancient that mm-hmm. ancient myth. That's the the beginning of civilization, I believe.
5: Well, yeah, that's the the myth that uh, the founders of the city of Rome were two brothers, Romulus and Remus, and they were raised by uh, wolves. Uh, so is pretty much the closest. Thing that I have to an example of how uh, I was uh, became a chinchilla expert. I was raised by a chinchilla.
4: Mm. Okay, so so you got your start. You were raised by chinchillas, and you did, but you didn't start uh, any cities, did you? Just want to be clear. No, <laughs> not,
5: not quite. Although but uh, basically the amount of chinchillas I've got running around uh, my feet right now, you know, I mean, it depends what you consider a population size mm. uh, in order for a city to be uh, a city. But uh, I've got a lot of them.
4: All right. Well, thank you, Todd. We're going to take our first caller. We have a couple callers in the queue here. Okay. We're, ta- we're taking our first caller. Uh, caller one, uh, you're on the air. You're on the air with Todd. Uh, and what's your what's your name and what's your question?
0: Um, hi, Ben. It's Aunt Deb.
4: Oh, hi, Aunt Deb. This is my aunt, my aunt, everybody. This is Aunt Deb.
0: <laughs> ben, I, um, I'm so excited that you had – you told me you were going to have a pet expert on I didn't realize that his subspecialty was chinchillas, but I think my question is going to be relevant across all animal species. I hope so. Uh,
4: I, so I, I would say, it, of course, it should be. All pets are the same.
0: All pets are the same, exactly. So um, my question for the pet expert is, when you take your chinchilla out for walks in the neighborhood now, in this era of social distancing. How do you keep your chinchilla from being overly frustrated with the inability to sniff other chinchillas' butts?
4: Uh, uh, okay,
5: okay. Yeah. This is a very good question. Thank you for the question so much. Uh, uh, this is a bit of a complicated answer for me, unfortunately, because as I mentioned uh, just a moment ago, I do have uh, uh, about the number of Chinchillas in my household that could qualify as the population of a city. So when I do walk those Chinchillas, it is more of a parade. Uh, And it's very hard to socially distance when you've got a parade of thousands of uh, little creatures. So I rarely ever get the chance to just take one of them out for a private stroll, you know, just be in the Chinchilla. So... It's hard. Uh, Luckily, people tend to stay really far away from me, so I guess uh, my advice is, um, you know, keep doing what you're doing, taking your pets out, Uh, take advantage of the the, the time people won't want to come pet your pet. So, you know, really just soak it up, enjoy your alone time with your pet.
0: That's great. Thank you very much, Um, Ben. Are you washing your hands?
4: Uh, I am washing. I'm washing my hands actually right now. Uh, sort of off-screen I'm just I'm I'm sitting in, in uh, it's hard to see because of the way the camera is working but I'm actually sitting inside of my bathroom and then and then my room is behind me so uh, in front of me is great, my sink morning. and and, I, and I'm washing my hands and uh, Todd thank you so much for I, I, I believe that answered uh, your question right Aunt Deb I mean if you have ch- yeah. chinchillas and they're frustrated with the social distancing um, uh, the right. yeah, yeah. So, all right. Thank you very much. All right. So we're oh, going to, thank you. thank you. All thank right. You. So we're going to uh, take our next caller, um, uh, who's, who's calling in and, uh, all right. Caller two, uh, you're on the air and you're on the air with Todd and, and who are you and what's your question?
1: Hi, Ben. This is Andrew over in uh mid city, Longtime listener, first time caller
4: hey andrew um oh you're in mid-city today usually you call in you're from the uh from the vinyl district if you if you if you have ever called in before i know this is your first time i guess so
1: maybe a different andrew
4: oh yeah maybe a different andrew it's the it's a new it's a new call in. it's just a new system today and just everything we're trying to figure it all out so i honestly we don't even know who's calling Yeah.
6: I like uh, the
5: new
4: system. Well, did you have a question? We have a Todd on the line. He's a, a chinchilla Hi, expert, a, a, a pet expert. Hi, do you Todd. do you have a, a question for him about uh, your pets and what's so, what's going on?
1: Yeah, recently my girlfriend and I we adopted a a beautiful puppy. Well, she's actually 2 years old. Congratulations. Thank you. We're very excited. But she didn't have a lot of great manners and was a little bit bratty. So we sent her off to training
6: boarding school. And growing up in Connecticut, I knew a lot of kids that went off to boarding school. And I'm worried that my, my, my girl will develop the same kind of distance from her parents and, and drug habits that a lot of those Connecticut
1: boarding school kids have. Do you have any tips? Sorry, on am sorry, I just to... want
5: to clarify. Are you talking about the, the mm-hmm. dog or your girlfriend? <laughs> no, our our dog. Hmm. The dog went off the boarding school. Oh, okay. Maybe they can, can both uh, go uh, off. I would understand uh, I understand your concern in both scenarios. Maybe they can they
4: can them. go together. I mean just thinking off the top of thought my that would be my recommendation, but Todd, you're the expert. What do you what do you have to say?
5: She, she's listening as well and also online. Okay. Uh, um well, hello uh, to her as well and and to to your beautiful uh, adopted puppy. And I I guess my answer for this question, you know, I, um, as I mentioned, I have a lot of chinchillas. And so obviously I have a pretty uh, in-depth education program for them. Uh, Of course, I have too many to afford to send them all to different private schools. Uh, And I I do have, I have developed a sort of uh, public school system for them. And I think it's really great, so I, I really recommend keeping those pets in public schools as long as you can, because yeah, once they go off to those private schools, they do just develop a sense of elitism that you just can't ever deal with it, and mm. uh, it may give them advantages in life, but uh, you know, it, they, they can't. You won't be able to relate to them on your own, unless of course you are that kind of person as well.
1: Mm. We also,
5: yeah, we both went to private high schools.
4: Yeah. Mm, okay.
5: I... So maybe then, in that case. It'll work,
4: and so so the I wasn't even listening. The recommendation is to bring the dog to private school.
5: No, no. The recommendation is to develop a public school system exclusively for your dog.
4: Oh, exclusively for dogs.
5: So it's really homeschooling.
4: Home. No, because there will be yeah, there hey, would you, be you, other you, dogs there. No.
5: Yeah, well, it, it depends. Was... Uh, it depends what you're more comfortable with. What meets your uh, demands at home if homeschooling is a possibility for you it's a great way to connect with your dog unfortunately your especially dog during the season. covid yeah right now it's uh, schools are canceled my chinchillas are all on school break at the moment so uh it's a bit nuts around right? i got to <laughs> it's a bit crazy okay uh, so but, start uh, I, I recommend getting that dog in public school as soon as you can that's a tra- your local schools. You tremendous
4: know? recommendation andrew uh i really hope that answers your question uh thank you so much for calling in uh we do have to take our next listener so um thank you all right so that todd w- you, Andrew. what 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 a what a what a great uh recommendation uh we do have a lot of uh callers in the queue a lot of callers with a lot of questions oh, so yeah so we we're we're gonna take our next uh caller uh calling in from virginia uh, hello caller you're on the air Hi, Ben. Yeah, this is Ben. You're on Living It Hi. Up with Ben Hyde, and I've got a Todd. Todd, what's your last name? Zilla. Todd Zilla, sorry. I mean, scatterbrain today.
3: Yeah. Uh, I, ben, it's Norris. Um, oh, no, I hey, Norris. I love oh, hey. Hi, Norris. Hey, how's it going? Hi, Todd. It's so good to hear um, from such a great expert today. I'm, um, I, I came on the show a little bit late, but I'm really excited to hear all this. Um, a lot of great pet talks going on.
5: Yeah. Oh, that's I, I'm happy to be here.
3: I, I had a quick question. Um, you know, I'm, I'm uh, not a pet owner. Um, but it is something that I've been considering, uh, becoming a mm. pet owner. Um, but you know, it's like, who can, who can afford to get a pet in this economy? Um, so I guess I'm wondering, what are some exercises I could do um, as a non-pet owner to kind of um, start uh, working up to becoming a pet owner?
4: That's a tr- that's a great question, oh, well, Norris. You have the best questions. You always call question. in with them. Yeah.
5: That's a, that's a tremendous right. question because, you know what, there's something sort of um, spiritual about your question because what you're asking is how do I develop a sense of empathy, essentially, Mm. Uh, because mm. because you, you yourself can't relate to pet owners because you yourself don't have a pet. Uh, so um, one thing that I think That's you true. could do is, is is create some imaginary pets at home. And mm. The beauty of a, imaginary pets is that you could have anything for a pet. I mean, you could have uh, uh, you could have a dragon. You could have uh, you could have a mm, dinosaur. You could have you could have anything
4: yeah norris mm. what would what, if you could have any any pet uh right now imaginary starting there to develop yeah. your sense of empathy anything. any any yeah, sort of animal we what, can what just why not a chinchilla
3: um,
4: I, I don't want to put the idea uh, in here. norris what do you what are you going with anything yeah anything i mean that's what the expert says
3: um i guess maybe a uh, uh a dog
4: Okay, how about a tiger? I mean, we've been watching. I I don't know if we've been watching. We Andrew's commenting too. Tiger King. I don't know if anyone's been watching this binge oh, watch on I Netflix.
3: Obsessed with it. Oh my God, have you watched
4: it? I'm almost. I've got one episode left, so don't ruin the end. Oh but there's so many God, twists. I you think oh you're gonna watch a show about tigers, but it's what what are you what am oh I even watching? Yeah. Have
5: you seen it? I binge the whole thing. I've yeah, I, I've seen it. I've seen it. It's very popular. Everybody's binging. I really, we, we loved it. We, got, we all gathered oh, around. Yeah. So how we could all right? So water.
4: Norris, you Norris is gonna Todd Norris is gonna get a, a tiger. Okay. So what, about, what, ben, what, ben, steps?
3: what about what about? No, I have a different. What about um like a bigger dog? Like a pretty a, big,
4: big dog? a bigger dog. Uh, like a Great Dane yeah, or it's like a, a dog
3: at first, but like a bigger dog. Maybe not that big. This but. is what uses your imaginary pet. Yeah, yeah, like a bigger, like a pretty big dog.
5: Yeah, sure, that sounds great.
4: I don't mean to brag, I don't okay. mean to show off, but I do actually have a pretty big dog uh, in the room with me right now, so. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. yeah. Wow. What's your so, big dog's name? Gabriel, Gabriel, do you want to pimp yourself out for the show? No, he doesn't want to get up.
1: Oh,
5: well, hi, Gabriel. Oh, I
3: love that. Hi, Gabi.
4: He's uh. Boris, what
5: would you name your, your Great Dane?
4: yeah what would you name your great? okay
5: okay um uh
3: uh dog um is dog a bad name i'm sorry i'm just so new at this i feel like i'm just like not doing a good job already i i need like a little bit of guidance i don't know i just feel like so lost with this whole pet stuff
5: hmm
4: how do you name a okay, pet? Well, I mean, normally normally I they mean, come with their names, don't they? You can sort of just ask them. You go, hey, what's your name? Like you would ask anybody. I mean, you, you know.
5: It's true. You mean, you want to be respectful at first, but, uh, you know, if you if you adopt a pet young enough, they don't necessarily uh, have names yet. Um, but I, I think a Great Dane, uh, I mean, you could, there's a plenty of opportunities for fun names for a know You can name your Great Dane Dean. Ooh. Dean, that's good. Great
4: Dean, I see what you did there. That's clever. Yeah, I don't know. That's pretty clever. And I
3: think my friend Dean would get mad though?
5: Yeah. This, okay. The, uh, thank you for bringing that up. That yes, your friend Dean will uh will become very very mad.
4: Okay. Uh, we do have comments yeah, coming really in. What about Gary? What about Gary the Great Dean Gary uh, Gary's really pretty
5: dead. good. I think Gary. I wonder good. if my friend Gary would get mad though. Um, no. From what I understand, Garys typically uh don't find themselves getting angry that often.
4: Not no not. Yeah, not.
5: that's true of my friend Gary.
4: Okay, so Norris, now you have this imaginary Great Dane Gary, and yeah, yeah. Uh, what should he do now? I mean, it's one thing to just imagine the the type of dog and the and the name, but I mean, truly to develop a sense of empathy and to uh, really? Like, what? What are the next steps? I guess is what for Norris here.
5: Oh, um. I mean, you gotta again, like uh, the previous caller, Andrew was saying, you gotta figure out an education plan for your imaginary pet. Uh, just because you don't want to cut any corners, you know, you you don't want an imaginary pet. Uh, who's uh not gonna go through a proper education system? Yeah.
4: Well. Uh so so th- and then go and then educate your pet. Well, listen, Norris, I really hope uh that you enjoy your time with uh Gary the great dane uh and that you put him through yeah. the education system. Uh we, we yeah. do have we have another caller in the queue, so I'm going to have to uh let you go, but thank you so much for calling in and I really hope this this helped you okay. and, a lot of questions coming and, in thank for you our so experts. Much.
3: Todd, thank you so much. This is really. Uh, yeah, so, really thank you, Norris. Thank you. I feel like I'm almost getting there. It's
4: process. But, oh, right. Thank you. Norris, uh, thank you boy. so much for calling it. Good oh, boy. he's he's got it. He's got it already. He's got it already. Already a pro. Already a pro. Then, yeah. I just want to let you know that
5: I've only got like a couple more minutes, so maybe one more call.
4: Okay, maybe one more call, or I mean, I could also just move into the next segment. If you if you uh,
5: up to you if you want if you want uh, if there's someone out there hungry for one more well we do have another it, caller so you...
4: in the queue so I I thought oh, well, let's take this question and then uh and then we'll have to uh we'll just take this question first so all right caller yeah. uh you're on the air with uh with Todd Hello. Oh,
5: hi
4: this is Ellen I know this is uh El- I know Ellen's voice when I when I hear it
7: oh hi Ellen. Oh, hello. How Ellen, you you're on.
4: Today? Ellen, you're on the air with Todd, and he's taking questions. Uh, he's the pet expert. So, what what questions do you have for Todd about?
0: Todd, you know, I respect what you're doing, but I myself am a pet expert, so I don't really need any advice whatsoever.
5: So okay. Okay, that's great to hear, a fellow pet expert.
0: But I I am an expert so I know what's best for my pets and I have two. And so I may say three <laughs> because of my husband. But you know, um, but I have
4: two pets. You have two what pets kind of what you and got? yeah, what kind? Cause Todd he's got chinchillas. So
5: I've got no I, chinchillas.
0: I just have a dog and a cat.
5: Mm, well, don't say just. That's not very nice to them.
0: I mean, it. It. They. They know. They know. Okay. They know well, well then,
5: just, I, 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 it's a, nice that you're yeah. an expert.
0: We keep it. We keep it real here.
4: Well. Okay. Uh, Todd, I know that. I know that you have to go. And Ellen called. And I mean, she's an expert. So maybe Ellen can start taking I some no of our, list, I guess, our so, yeah. listen. Our listen. Well. I well you know you know what todd i'm gonna have to thank you for joining me today and i'm gonna have to let you go and i'm just gonna have i'm just gonna keep ellen on with me and uh ellen's 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 gonna be this is the the handoff situation so todd thank you so much for for calling in and for answering uh people's questions and enjoy your time with your chinchillas and we i do hope to hear from you again soon uh in in a future show so yeah
5: yeah yeah Thank you so much, Ben. You know these are tough times, and it's good to have pets around. And so uh, I'm I'm just here and uh, getting ready to monitor the uh, the elections that my children are holding. So that's really exciting. And so I'm going to get going on that.
4: Okay. All right. Thank you, Todd. Thank you so much. And uh, sure, Ellen, you. Ellen, stay on with me. Are you still there, Ellen?
0: Yeah, I'm here.
4: Okay. He's gone. So everybody, sure. Ellen, Ellen's called in. She's our yeah. she's our our second pet expert and uh, and we will be taking listeners questions and uh, Ellen, if you don't mind, I'm just going to have to, um, I'm just going to have to. Ellen's cancellations. Oh, sorry. That was the wrong one. Uh, we're- listeners questions. Taking listeners questions. Okay. So, I mean, I guess sometimes you, you do uh
0: yeah that's really interesting that you have one sorry that was that's
4: for something else that's just for something else uh, um, all right so we we do have our, our first uh, caller uh, Who who's in the queue so we'll, uh, Ellen are you ready we're going to take we're about to take I'm ready. our first listener mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right listener you're on the air with Ellen and she's our pet expert for today um so listener, what's your name and what's your question?
6: Hey Ben, it's Dylan.
4: Hey Dylan.
6: Oh, Dylan. Um, thank hey, you so much for hey, calling. Hey, Ellen. Oh oh no no problem. I really kind of screwed the pooch on this one. I should I should have called in earlier. my I actually have a chinchilla specific question, but maybe Ellen can answer. Well, I think Ellen can uh, answer it
4: because Ellen's the pet expert, so
0: I am the pet well, expert, not just the chinchillas. My expert. chinchillas
6: have been having convulsions, which is apparently, you know, common. And I've been giving them vitamin B injections, but it doesn't seem to really be um, stopping it. And, it and, it's, and I'm just wondering if you've, if you've ever tried anything else, you know, to stop your little chinchillas from convulsing everywhere. Because it's uh, well, a little Well, I yeah.
0: know exactly what's going on.
4: Yeah. So, Ellen, wait, what's wait. going on? She knows exactly what's yeah. going on. So, Ellen, Ellen she's Uh-oh. the expert. She can diagnose this.
0: Don't get scared, but they're, they're possessed.
5: Mm.
0: I know it's really scary, but they're possessed by uh, another spiritual entity. And so, you're going to have to do a kind of makeshift DIY, um, you know... What is it, What is that called when you Beant? take the
1: de- when you take the
0: devil? An out exorcism. Somebody, ex- an exorcism.
4: exorcism. I do them all the time on all my pets, especially chinchilla. <clears throat> chinchillas probably the easiest type of animal to become possessed by demon spirits, I would say. Wouldn't you yeah, agree, Ellen? Really, yeah,
0: they're really susceptible to that kind of energy. Um, not not any no hate towards chinchillas, but they're really susceptible. They're not they don't they don't got what dogs and cats have let me tell you that
4: (laughs) yeah so uh so all right so what should what should what should dylan do i mean to perform this this exorcism not everyone is like me and has performed multiple exorcisms on chinchillas or other pets so uh ellen what's the first step that dylan should take
0: um well you have to communicate to the uh the devil inside Of your chinchilla? What's your
6: chinchilla's name, Dylan? Uh, um, I actually haven't named them.
1: Oh, it's just... just...
6: Well, it's more of a, um, a breeding program than, you know, you don't want to get too attached.
4: Right, so it's more like one, two, three, four. I mean, you could name them the numbers, you know, you do keep track of that, I'm sure.
6: Yeah, yeah, but then it starts to be a little bit of like stepping on stranger things toes, you know. And I, I don't want to do that.
4: Hmm. Yeah.
6: Well, okay. And anyway, back back to this exorcism, which sounds. Oh, sorry, exorcism or se- seance? Exorcism.
4: Exorc It's an exorcism.
0: Um. So I mean, you're gonna wanna set down your chinchilla, and um, just put him or her or they on their back and just stroke its belly and then then you start um praying to the lord jesus our savior
7: and
0: Mm. just like ask the devil to come out and show itself and you know show itself
4: but ask politely i have to interject and ask politely
0: really i don't really do it politely
4: okay well
0: whatever it works i guess
4: it's a personal approach so
0: um, and then you just basically ask it to come. I mean, I don't really understand why I have to like detail, um, an exorcism. I feel like it's pretty straightforward and standard, but that's you just true. have to ask it to go to faith and to repent to the Lord and to stop being a devil and, um, get out of the conchilla and damn it to hell.
5: And that's mm. really it.
6: Yeah. Well, well, to be honest, I'm probably going to task rabbit this out because that's, Oh, that's really, a good you know, idea, Dylan. But scale. you be
4: careful because those people you don't know. I mean, it's you know you got keep your social distancing, okay? I mean, we don't want to advocate not doing that. So, you, you task rabbit it out. Get that the rabbit. Do you think the task rabbits? They well, I
6: can just put the chinchilla on the doorstep, and then the task rabbit, and then we can you know just ah, uh, that's the door.
4: smart. So now you're thinking. Now you're living it up. I mean, that's 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 how you do it. So all right Dylan well, Good idea. listen, I, listen I, I hope this answered your question we do have another caller waiting so uh I'm gonna have to uh let you go Dylan but listen let us know how that goes and and uh take a take a photo or like a funny video of, of your chinchilla afterwards and uh once it's it's done it's our exorcism by the uh, task rabbit so
6: I, I I will Thanks, Ben. all right
4: Thanks, thank you so cool. much all right. Okay. So, um. So for those of us just joining, yeah. I'm sorry. What was that, Ellen? Todd, I hope Zilla approves of that. Oh, Todd. Doing, but yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Todd. I mean, that's it's a it's a tough one. You did come in and you called in and said, "Okay, I'm the expert now." And so then I did switch you to being the expert. So, um. We still, you know, we still value Todd and, and the time that he gave to us. But yeah, he he does seem to be more of the chinchilla expert, and that was a chinchilla question. But we do have a, another caller, and we're, we are um going to take her right now. Caller, uh, you're on the air with Ellen, oh, and she's there. our pe- she's our pet expert. This is oh hey Rebecca, everybody, this is Rebecca, and uh, hi, Rebecca.
7: Rebecca. <laughs> Rebecca! hi so i have a pet question for you i haven't had a pet in about four years but i'm ready to love again so i was just wondering how should i decide what kind of pet to get
4: this is a great question a little similar to one that norris asked which is i don't have a pet how do i how do i get one and we recommended to norris to get an, an imaginary pet, but Ellen, what's your recommendation on this? I mean, she's, Ellen, Rebecca sounds like she's ready to get, to get another, pet. a real pet. She's ready for a real pet. She's past the imaginary like pet live, stage.
0: Like a live animal. Yeah.
7: yeah
4: like a yeah. snake or a, or, um, or something, or a, you know, maybe a lizard, some sort of reptile.
0: Those are a great place to start. They're super comforting. They're super sweet. Um, they do a lot of weird things with their body, so you learn a lot, and I just think that you should just go with a beetle.
7: Oh, okay. Um, what, what, um, what would I, like, need to do to care for this
0: beetle? Like, should, do I need to get a bed for it? Well, yeah. Oh, the bed is oatmeal. It's just oatmeal.
7: Okay, dry or cooked? Yeah. Dry, dry, dry. dry. Not Okay, cooks. is it okay if it's... If, is flavored oatmeal okay, or do I have to get plain oats?
4: No, just use whatever oatmeal you have in your cupboard, no?
7: Is cauliflower oatmeal acceptable?
0: Actually, that's perfect. That,
4: yeah, beetles love is, that. I mean, yeah.
0: beetles love
4: cauliflower oatmeal. All beetles. But I do feel like it does, this may actually... Ellen, you're the expert, but this may depend on the type of beetle. I mean, there are so many different kinds of beetles. Um, what what kind I want should?
7: one that's gonna complement my personality.
4: Yeah, why not a a ladybug or a dung beetle, or one like one of those stink beetles that you you um you hit it with a shoe and then it it smells up the room.
0: Yeah, I I think that's that's a great idea. I mean, obviously, you wouldn't hit it and kill it because it would be your pet. So, I don't know, you would would not smelling like that. But,
7: but I guess if I want to keep my roommates out of, um, you know, the kitchen, I could just cause everything around the kitchen to smell. My my beetle could help me in that way. And then yep. I could have the kitchen to myself, and then I could feed it and take care of it, and I could help it in that in that way.
0: Yeah, you should give it the whole kitchen, and then maybe get a mate for it, so then they could just populate the whole kitchen, and you would have so many little friends. That would be so nice for you, I think.
4: Beetle breeding, okay. and- yeah. I mean, what are you what are you having with a beetle if you're not breeding them? Same with chows or any pet for that matter. You've got a pet, breed it.
7: Should I get it from the pet store, or where, Craigslist, or where, or
0: in the wild? Where do I, where do I get one? Um, I've been to your area before, so I feel like a type of beetle that you definitely have in your area And um, uh, Mar Vista. There are a lot. It comes that they come in at night, but there are a lot of cockroaches. So I feel like that's a type of beetle, and you could get one of those. Just, just say, mm. hey, buddy, do you live with me and be my
7: pet. Are they trainable? Dog. Can I train it? Like if it gets loose, can I just
4: be like Yeah, the beetle will come back to me? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and house train it so that it's not doing its thing all over. I mean, if you got roommates, you don't want that beetle, you know, pooping and peeing everywhere, you know?
7: Well, I don't care what it would do in their space. I just don't want him to do that in my own space.
4: Right. So how do so Ellen, how do you how do you teach a beetle to pee on the oatmeal?
0: Well, you have to, um, you have to at least trade it and okay. you have to sort of take it out every three to four minutes and just place it on the, um, oatmeal until it pees or poos and then you just pat right. it on the little back and then, um you slowly start to increase those intervals from like three to five minutes to 10 minutes because they, they, they do shit a lot. Um, and then it'll eventually just start sticking, you know, it's a little diligence and you'll have to take off probably like a couple of days of work, um, and really just dedicate and sleep and just dedicate time to the beetle.
7: Yeah, I think if it's for love and companionship, then it's worth taking time with work for, for sure.
4: By the way, I want to I wanna add into this, and I, I know this, and don't ask how I know this, but it's maybe because I live it up, but uh, a dental floss makes the perfect leash for beetles. So just wanted to add oh, that. Oh, yeah, that's a great idea.
7: Yeah. as well.
4: Yeah, um, so. Okay,
7: thank you. I just yeah. had, um, Ben, I was just wondering, you know, yeah, of uh, course. since this is the pet episode, it really like got me thinking about all the pets that I've had in my past and yes. I was wondering if I could just pay a tribute to them, if that's
4: okay. Sure. I Ooh, mean, I this, is, this is, this is a tribute to all the pets in your life. Okay. So the, for those of us just okay. joining, uh, this is uh, Rebecca and she's called in and she wants to give a tribute to all of her pets. So Rebecca, take it away.
7: Okay, these are all of the, the pets that I lost. Pepper, a cat. Elliot, a goldfish. Texture, a goldfish. Um, I also Yes, Ellen. Sorry, what I was, was your
0: last goldfish's name?
7: Texter.
0: Tex Texter? Like it he texted?
7: Actually, wow, this is so interesting. So I named it after um, my kindergarten friend's last name, Han- um, Hannah Texter. But it's actually just Texter as if you text message.
0: Wow, yeah, that's some incredible. I love that. I love that history yeah. and that heritage. Thank you for that. It reminds
4: it reminds me uh, maybe thinking of a, a name for your, your, your beetle, like emailer or something. I don't know, just thinking.
7: Oh, good idea. Let me write that down.
0: I also because you're I also thought it at first you said texture because I know you're a multimedia artist and mm. um, I I I know that that's like a main it's like a thing in your vocabulary so I thought you had named it texture. Um, no,
7: this was my six. This was my year old fish. Okay,
0: I have the I have more on the list so I just want to keep
7: going. I also want to say rest in peace to all their babies. Um, they ate them. Um, Grumpy was a crayfish, Charlemagne, a goldfish, Buffet, a goldfish, Pita, a goldfish, Kesha, a goldfish, Sheldon, a goldfish, Tweedledee, generic fish, I can't recall the kind. There was also a Tweedledum, fish, mm. Sheldon 2, the shark, and lastly, rest in peace, Franklin, the algae eater.
1: Wow. they
0: oh got that last one. Right.
4: Franklin. Algae eaters—they do work, yeah.
0: Yeah, he
7: outlived everyone
4: else. He probably did. He eat them. I mean, that's what they do. You know, they—they they don't just eat algae. They also eat fish.
7: Well, if that it's, happened, I didn't see it. thinking Yeah, you can't. My, you just can't fish sell tried. fish
4: that are called fish eaters. No one's gonna buy them, so they call them algae eaters. So. Yeah. Yeah, careful.
7: Happy to say they're all resting together in my dad's backyard. Oh, that's so um, sweet. Yeah, it really warms my heart. And one day, my my little beetle cockroach—I mean, my little beetle or cockroach um, emailer—might join them.
4: Yeah. Well, hopefully, you'll have you'll spend you know a significant amount of time and build up all those precious moments with emailer and Rebecca I want to thank you for for calling in and joining us today um and Ellen you as well as our expert uh I'm gonna have to move on to our next segment but um this has just been a a tremendous gift of of knowledge uh thank you Ellen and Rebecca thank you for your questions so thank you thank you both for joining me today
7: Thank, Thank you so both. Much. Thank you. Thank you
4: so Bye. much. Thank you. Thank okay, you. so uh, I'm gonna move on to our next segment, and this is a segment that I haven't done uh, in a little while, and uh, it's rating cereal.
2: Rating cereal. This is uh,
4: the first time I'm trying this out. We've got a voicemail uh, from one of our one of our many listeners, uh, Scott. He left a voicemail uh, rating one of the cereals he recently tried. So let's all take a listen.
2: Hey, Bennett, Scott. Uh, look, I was, you know, I wish you answer your phone calling to try and pitch something uh, you could review in one of your stupid uh, cereal review segments. Um, and that's uh, Cookie Crisp. It's garbage cereal. I don't know who makes it, but whoever makes it should be embarrassed. Because uh, what I really wanted is I really wanted small cookies that I could pour my unsweetened silk almond milk over and you know feel just a little bit about a little bit better about myself for like a second and instead I got like cereal that's shaped like cookies and it's it's terrible I just I hate it I hate it so much I wish that you could uh review it in your studio uh when you get back from quarantine I just really don't like it, and, and you know, and I bought a whole box of it, and the reason I bought a whole box of it is there weren't that many, like, boxes of cereal left at the grocery store in Brooklyn, New York, that I go to, because everybody had bought them because of the coronavirus, and so I went, and I went, I went there, and I went, and I went and looked at the cereals, and there was, like, that, and, like, I think, like, literally that and Cheerios, um left, but it wasn't even like the normal kind of cheers. It was a cheer like coming in some of our hearts, and I don't know why Cheerios does that, and that's that's, that's terrible also. Um, not as bad as Cookie Crisp. Cookie Crisp is the worst. Um, I don't even know what their mascot is. I don't even know they have a mascot. Like at least like Honeycomb has that like weird ball of fur, and uh, you know um, Captain Crunch is Captain Crunch. Uh, so like get a mascot, Cookie Crisp, or you know just go die. Hey, it's me again. Uh, I have more than Clary Crisp, and uh, I want to just tell you about what a garbage, just like really disappointing cereal I am, and, like, it's not helping me get through uh, this quarantine, and I think that maybe they should put that on their ads, because, like, it's really, it's not helpful. It's just not helpful having, you know, the sugary cereal in my cabinet, because, like, I want to eat a sugary cereal, and then I'm like, oh, I have a sugary cereal in the back of my head. Like, back of my stupid, back of my head, like, you have one, you should go eat it, and then I open my cabinet, and I'm like, oh, it's cookie crisp, and, the, like, the, at that point, like, I'm already in my kitchen, I already got, like, the bowl, and, like, the milk out, or, like, the almond milk out, and, like, it's just, I don't know, I'm, I'm sorry, I, this is too much, this is too much, I've gone too far, and, uh okay, uh, good night, bye.
4: All right, everybody. That was a voicemail that Scott left me. And Scott, I have to say, sounds like Cookie Crisp is not a good cereal. cereal. And I will uh, next week be rating it on my show. Uh, Listen, it's a difficult time when you have limited options as far as cereals. you're gonna to have to maybe not pick your top choice. Personally, I found this as an opportunity to sort of try, branch out, and try new cereals. I wouldn't ordinarily have tried anyway, and sometimes, listen, if you wanna live it up, you're gonna to have to try new cereals, and so I would actually encourage you to go try a different new cereal. Of course, we all have our go-to cereals. For me, for the longest time, uh, basically my entire life, that's been Kix cereal just incredible flavor incredible texture incredible you know just the perfect cereal kicks cereal and uh and then of course you know Cin- a cinnamon toast crunch uh we we tried to get sponsor the show and cinnamon toast crunch if you're listening you're, you know you can still you know follow through on your on your deal on your offer that you know they actually called in before and offer but never got that email so listen i we all know what it's like to be disappointed by a, a cereal and um as far as how I feel about cookie crisp Well, we're going to have to find out next week But what I was saying before about Trying new cereals Okay uh, I had a similar experience and, uh, and I actually had to try Puffins, okay Now this is a cereal that I've never had before Puffin cereal And I have to say It was actually really good I, I, I mean, I ate the whole thing uh, In one go and, uh, they, you know, they talk about there's fun puffin facts. And uh, like, like all cereals, I, I always read all of the ingredients. Corn flour, whole grain oat flour, cane sugar, oat fiber, which you can really taste. Corn bran, unsulfured molasses, sea salt, baking soda, vitamin C toco ferols, which are you know that add the that ice, the crunchy oh no anti antioxidants to maintain freshness that's what those are for listen it's made in canada so you know it's safe and um I, I, scott maybe try puffins try puffins it's barbara's puffins since 1971 and it's only five grams of sugar and five grams of fiber per serving, which is just incredible. And, and the ingredients are second to none. So I highly recommend Puffins. Um, and also to everyone listening, Puffins make the perfect pet. So if you uh, were listening to today's episode and you're going to thinking, maybe you're thinking about getting a new pet. Maybe you're thinking about d- putting your pet into public school, or maybe you're thinking about starting an imaginary pet or even performing a pet exorcism uh i would encourage you to not only look at cats and dogs but also look at and beetles but also and chinchillas but also look at puffins okay puffins as sort of as as a pet as an imaginary pet um i want to thank everyone who called in today uh as well as all of our experts who joined us uh we had uh, Todd Zilla, the chinchilla expert, and we had Ellen, our also our animal expert, who owns a cat and a dog, um, and uh, and again all of our listeners and maybe maybe some eventually some sponsors as well if, if you're listening and maybe you want to eventually join and I want to thank everyone for joining us today all of our watchers all of our commenters and um, uh, Dan Dan who commented uh, that he's going to be. Watching the show while he's cleaning his apartment floors. I hope you uh, I hope you finish and I hope those floors are sparkling clean and if anyone is eating a cereal or trying a new cereal and you want to Call and leave a voicemail. That number is three two three three seven five two nine three three again, that's three two three three seven five two nine three three and that number is also on the living it up with ben Hyde.com website uh and on uh, the living it up instagram page you'll also be able to find today's episode in podcast format uh what um, any platform that you listen to your podcasts on like apple podcasts or spotify uh thank you so much everybody and we'll see you next week